Well, Happy New Year, everyone. We are so thrilled that you decided to spend the last Sunday um, of 2023 with us. This has been such a wonderful year. And so our hope uh, for the next 15 minutes is, is really to celebrate, to look back uh, at some of our favorite moments as individuals and then ask you to reflect on some of your favorite moments uh, before we look ahead of what we are getting excited about for 2024. And so today is 2023 in review, um, and we begin by sharing um, our theme for 2023, which was uh, the word imagine. Everyone say imagine. Imagine. And this came out of Ephesians 3.20, and I'll read it for you, and then it'll be up on the screen as well. But it says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more, infinitely more than what all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. And so I wanted to just, you know, talk a little bit about our imaginations because our imaginations are affected by our past experiences and our memory, what we can remember. And so um, what this professor says, Professor Laurent Frank says, imagination depends critically on memory in that it is hard to imagine things that aren't at least made up of elements that you know. Uh, memory provides the building blocks for things to be imagined. And so I just want to talk about the example, and I got this from Jackie Hill Perry, one of my favorite authors. But she talks about, like, sometimes... When we don't have a memory of something or we can't remember something, it's hard for us to even imagine how God could do something. And so it, the example um, is in Sarah and Abraham when the Lord shows up, the angel of the Lord shows up and says, hey, you got to know that they were very old, like way older than your parents' kids, way older. <laughs> They were like grandparents' age, okay? And so they were like grandparents' age, and then the angel of the Lord shows up, and he says, oh, by the time this uh, next year, you are going to be pregnant with a kid. And you know what Sarah does? Sarah laughs. She starts laughing. And it's kind of like that laugh when you're like, there is no way. It's like this unbelief, right? You're like, there's no way that's going to happen. And because she could not imagine something that she had not seen the Lord do. So sometimes when like we hear something that the Lord wants to do in our life and we've not experienced it before, we're like, <laughs> right? And so that was her reaction. And so I just want to um, remind us that we need um, to remember what God has done. Because if mm. we can't remember our past, we have no context for how to imagine our future. And so it's good to reflect on our past. Don't get stuck there, though, okay? So just reflect and move on. Um, God knew that we would struggle to remember all that he had done. So he left us an entire book of story after story of how God works and what he does so that we would trust that he is able to do um, what only God can do and that this word that I want you to remember is that God is faithful. Say faithful. Faithful. God is faithful. And we can look back and see how God's been faithful to the people that he created time and time again. I mean, and like, it's crazy how God shows stories that really mess with their imaginations. Like, can you imagine when the sea parted and there was walls of water? I wonder if there was like fish or shark or octopus or what was happening? Like, did the people see it as they were crossing? 
You know, like we, we use your magic. God parted the waters, and then we see God also bringing water from a rock. How does that happen, right? And so we see that God does all these things so that we can use our imagination to see God do things that we've maybe not ever seen before. So my question to you, as we look forward to what God is going to do in 2024, and as we look back in 2023 and all that God did, is where have you seen God's faithfulness in this last year, in your life? Where have you seen God's faithfulness? And if you've not had or made the time to sit down and think about it, I want to encourage you today or tomorrow as the week, as this week comes by, would you just take some time and ask yourself that question, where have I seen God's faithfulness in my life this last year? Or how has God been faithful in 2023? And then just look and reflect. And as you start seeing his faithfulness, start thanking him for his faithfulness. Because what he did in 2023 was good. But what he can do in 2024 can be so much better. Amen. Yeah. So it was not hard for us to come up with a top three. So we thought, hey, why don't we just come up with our top three personal favorite moments that we experienced with Evergreen? And, and uh, before we share, uh, it, was, it was actually really difficult to narrow it down to three, but we did. We did our best. And so we want to share our personal uh, top three moments in 2023 with Evergreen. And Ilsian is going to share first. So one of the moments, um, I know a lot of you don't know this unless you're part of our prayer team, prayer group um, that we communicate with on our weekly basis, but we started a prayer gathering on the fourth Thursday of every month. And I think my, one of my favorite moments was that first prayer meeting that we all came together. And it was only like, I don't know, seven or 10 of us. I can't remember. I'm not good at numbers. But we like came together and we just had a moment of like praying and it was organic. There was, there was, you know, there was an outline and everything, but we just kind of came together, and it was led by our wonderful leader, Debbie, and it was just awesome. And for me, prayer, I don't know if you know this, but I love prayer because I love Jesus. <laughs> and I just want to encourage you. Um, for me, leading prayer, like leading a prayer group, prayer thing, um, started when I was a college student, and I was at this college. I didn't even go to that college, but I was asked to lead a young adult group at CSUN, California State University of Northridge. And we were going there when the students were in class. We would rent a room, and we would just bring a bunch of college students, and we would pray together. And there was one student. She has no faith, no, no nothing, but she saw us doing this, and she said, can I just watch you guys, what you guys do? We're like, sure, come on in. And she did, and then she started just joining us, and then she said yes to Jesus, and became a youth leader and helped and was helping us lead youth leaders. And to me, it all started with like this prayer thing that God used to bring somebody. So I love prayer because to me, it's a way to remain intimate with God. And you guys know, especially ones that are in relationships, like intimacy takes intentionality. And I think it's the same thing with prayer. Like when I, when I read the story about Jacob wrestling with God, like, how many wrestlers? Do we have any wrestlers in the room? Any? any? Okay, there's one hand. Okay, so maybe you're the only one that knows it. But wrestling, I was reading in my Devo this morning that wrestling is intimate, right? 
you're going to get all up in each other's business when you're wrestling with someone. So when I think of Jacob wrestling with God, I think of that intimacy moment where they were coming together. And the thing that, um, about wrestling is 95% of the altercations when you're wrestling are going to end up on the ground. 90% of our lives, we're going to need to be in a place where we're depending on Jesus. And so I just want to encourage you, if not 100%, right, but a huge percentage of our lives, I just want to encourage you, like, whatever you do this year as you go forward, let's start, begin with prayer, end with prayer, make it through with prayer. And I think that's why, for me, that was, like, a favorite moment. That was your number three. Yeah. So that was LCN's number three involving prayer. My number three top moment of 23 involved the evergreen staff making its first reel on Instagram, <laughs> right? Just as spiritual, just as holy. And I wanted to show it to you. <laughs> Because I'm proud. We balance each other. This is out, number guys. three. So check it out. This is the first ever reel. <laughs> yes. That's an answer to prayer. That was the answer to my prayer that we would, uh, we would do that together. Here's, here's the truth. This is not an exaggeration. That reel has 23,000 views on Instagram. It is our greatest contribution to the internet as a church staff. So, isn't that incredible? Adding so much value. But that's my top three moment, just really because it captures uh, the way the, the team has bonded this year. I am so proud and so happy with the team that God has formed here in chapter 32. And so can we take a moment and just celebrate the, the team, the staff, and the incredible work that they did? Number two. And number two for me was uh, the women's her gathering. We had a night. I think it was Friday night. We came together. And they did a wonderful, the leadership team did a wonderful job putting together food and everything. And like the reason why it was one of my favorite moments, I had the confession so I struggled, like, when ja uh, Jared and Ann interviewed us to become youth pastors. Ann said, would you take on the women's ministry as well? I said, no. Like, I was like, no, women's, or, women's ministry is not my thing. I'm not going to do it. I'm a champion for youth. I'll do youth. But I'm sorry. Like, if, if it involves women, I, I, I'm not going to say yes. <laughs> and so Anne's like, oh, okay, no worries. You know, I love doing it. So she kept doing it. And then when she was transitioning, they were transitioning and retiring, she said, Ilsian, um, just wants you to know, like, like, is this something that you want to take on or should, I, should we give it to someone else? And I was like praying and I was like, no, give it to someone else. Like, you know, like, I don't think I want to do it. And then I really prayed about it and I felt like the Lord said, why can't it be your thing? Like, why can't you be about this ministry? And I didn't have a good answer. Um, and I was like, okay, Lord. And I really sense that the Lord's like, I've, I call, uh, you are a woman, first of all. And second, like, you are called to champion other women as well. And so for me, it was, I was challenged by the Lord. And that's what I love, like, you know, um, being honest and saying, okay, am I supposed to be doing this? Um, because I really sense like the Lord said, no, you're supposed to champion this ministry. And so here I am with amazing leadership with, with Lisa, uh, Ross, and Angela Straw helping me lead it. Um, and it's been amazing. And so that event was just really awesome because it was just women in the room. And what I loved about it is just the way the Holy Spirit showed up. 
like, I just said, Lord, if there's a word, and like, I just felt like the Lord prophetically spoke at that gathering, and it was really awesome, and I am just so excited for the women in this church, because you guys are amazing, so thank you so much for letting me be honest. (laughs) And my number two moment had to be uh, Easter Sunday 2023. I mean, one of the things that I, you're going to hear me say often is, um, is that we get to have front row seats to what God is doing. And on Easter Sunday, not, what, not only was it a celebratory gathering as we celebrated you know, the fact that Jesus rose from the dead, but 13 individuals, men, women, and children, got baptized that Sunday. And so for us to be able to experience that and celebrate that, that absolutely was one of my top moments. And so Easter 2023 was my Ooh, number two. It was yeah. good. And I was going to say about Easter... There was one youth that got baptized um, that I think it was like a year and a half earlier she wanted to, but she's like, but I'm not 100% sure about this Jesus, so I got to like take my time and think about it. And like it took her all that time, but on Easter um, of this year, she decided to say yes. So for me, it was like such a like, you know, proud moment to see someone like say yes, like for sure, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get baptized. So that was really awesome. Which takes me to my number one. And like, you had to be there. You had to be there. And, um, but since you weren't, let me tell you about it. (laughs) I was invited to be the guest speaker at our camp um, for um, our district this this last summer. And um, I went um, knowing that I I had a full plate, but I really felt like I'm supposed to take this on. um, Because... Coming up with four different talks in one week is a lot to come up with. And so I went, but I said, Lord, I'm going to trust this is you and that you're going to give me a word. And he did four times. Um, And it was so awesome. And I think there was this moment, I think it was like the first or second night, where I really felt like I'm supposed to um, speak, uh, preach for a response. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to be very intentional about mentioning who wants to say yes to Jesus and making sure that their yes is clear. And so at the end of that, um, I said, okay, with everybody's eyes closed, I want it. Like, if this is you and you want to say yes to Jesus and like, you know, and like eyes started coming up and like after 19, I lost count. And it was just really awesome. And what I sensed the Lord say at that moment was like, this generation is ready to respond to me. Don't count them out. And so I just want to encourage us, like, let's champion the next generation because they are ready and willing to respond to Jesus. So I think for me, um, that moment wrecked me. And so I just wanted to share that with you. Let's continue to champion our kids and our youth. Amen. Yes. And oh, well, there was a real. Yeah, you want to? I was going to. Sorry. This was the kids at camp, Trauma in my melody, but I found me a better thing. God said I'm your remedy. Just gotta remember me. This a first Corinthians banger. Ran into the anger changer. I ain't worried about stranger danger. I'm trying to help you in danger, stranger. Uh. A wise man gon' say sorry a lot. A lot of time I don't do it on the spot. God, I need what you got. Cause love don't love like that. I can't love like that. Can't love. 
Isn't that incredible, incredible sights and sounds of our youth camp? Oh, that's so awesome. Um, and my top moment had to be when I was one of 26 Evergreeners that got to participate in an international missions trip. And I happened to be on the Guatemala team, which it was 10 of us. And um, for those of us who don't know, Evergreen has partnered with Food for the Hungry in Guatemala for the last nine years. And so many, many trips, but this was my first. And I had heard all about the great people of Chacalte and just getting to meet them uh, was super special um, and impactful, seeing their resilience, seeing their love for one another, um, seeing, um, hearing their story, their community story, and how their, their, their community came about through much uh, suffering and persecution and displacement. All of that was powerful, but ultimately the thing that moved my heart most was getting to know the kids of Chacalte and getting to play with them and get to know some of their names. Um, and in a short amount of time, and we really only spend four days at the village itself, um, you quickly fall in love with these kids. And you quickly learn that um, whether um, they're there or here, kids are all the same. And they all need love and they all need opportunity. And so for me, um, just being able to experience Guatemala for the first time and getting to, um, to just see that Man, um, these kids, you know, with the right support, uh, with the right opportunity, their future is bright. There is no reason why they wouldn't thrive in life. And so um, I, did, I did also include a reel. So just to show, show you guys some of the, the pictures of the kids that we got to interact with. So enjoy this. that I want to cherish, yes. Um, moments that I want to cherish, and I, can, I know I can speak for everyone who's been on the Guatemala team. Now, now at this point, there's dozens of evergreeners that have participated in this, and we're so looking forward to um, continuing this partnership. And so uh, for those of us who get stirred with those images, mark your calendars, August 3rd through the 11th. We are committed to going again, and we would love for a fresh batch and returners to continue that work. Um, but we wanted to just give you a moment, uh, just, just a minute, um, to consider what would be a top moment that you would identify, whether it's a top moment with Evergreen or maybe something personal. Would you just take a moment um, and think about that uh, for about 15 seconds? If you have a whiteboard, uh, kids, you can write that answer on your board. And, uh, and once you've thought of something, would you just turn to a neighbor, you got 45 seconds, and just share what would be your top moment of 2023?
Awesome. Well, we hope that you continue thinking and expressing those favorite moments, reflecting back in gratitude. Uh, but what we want to end with is some of the things that we're looking forward to as we think about uh, the new year. And so 2024 is tomorrow, friends. You guys ready for that? Woo! Yes? So here's what I'm looking forward to in 2024. I am looking forward to already for Christmas 2024. <laughs> Seriously, Christmas 2023 was a blast. It could have easily made my top three, but I had to make some decisions here. But 2024 Christmas, I just can't wait to celebrate once again. Uh, wasn't this last weekend our Christmas Eve services just so special? Wasn't that amazing? Can't wait for that. I'm also looking for a particular day in August. It's our barbecue Sunday. It's the, it's the one Sunday where I can have a burger with you <laughs> alongside. Uh, and, uh, but it's a special Sunday because not only do we share a meal together, we typically have baptisms that day, and we normally have a guest speaker. So for me, all of those things make me really happy. <laughs> so I'm looking for our August barbecue day. And then the last thing, we do have a picture of this last year. I am looking forward to the men golfing together, the second annual tournament. Uh, we had a blast in its first year. Um, it'll be the second time I golf in two years, um, so I'm really excited. I'm hoping to improve, um, maybe get a hole-in-one, so I'm super looking forward to that. Uh, men, mark your calendars. That'll happen in May. Uh, and for me, is we're having a women's retreat coming up in March, so that'll be exciting, March 8th through 10th, um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And then kids camp. You know, um, I was kind of thinking about, like, last year, it was so, well, this year, it was so awesome in 2023. We had, like, uh, over 150 kiddos, um, but we couldn't serve a big amount still. We had a waiting list, right? Yeah. And so I was like, man, I look forward to the point where we're able to, like, expand yeah. and, like, welcome even more kids in, but it's just so, kids, do you, are you looking forward to that kids camp? Yeah. It's, yes. yes, Megan, let's go. So it's going to be awesome. So I think for me, it's one of my moments where this whole church gets used up by kiddos, and they're everywhere, and I love it. Um, and then I am looking forward to... With your leader. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, but Ilsian said... Um, <laughs> um, and I'm looking forward to hearing the stories of people finding and following Jesus. Yeah. And celebrating people's yes to Jesus or their next step, whether that's for the first time or whether that's getting baptized or joining a small group or joining Financial Peace University group, like whatever that next step for me, it's celebrating that people are on this journey of faith, trusting Jesus a little bit more each day. Yes, yes. And with that, we're going to come to an end here and we're going to ask that you stand up. As we remind ourselves, you're all invited to stand if you're able to, as we remind ourselves of our mission, which continues to be to help people find and follow Jesus, we also wanted to, um, to read together our vision that continues to be for chapter 32, and um, it's going to be on the screen, so you're invited to read it with me. Um, if we, we have, do we have, yeah, there it goes. So if you can read it with me together, we want to be the best, best place, place for, for kids, kids and youth, youth in Washington, Washington County, County, the best place for authentic relationships, relationships the, the best, best place for generous people. people. And so we invite you into this vision. We invite you into the adventure that is 
to follow Jesus together, to help others find and follow him, to love God and love people. This is why we exist. This is our purpose. And what we just read is our vision. And so um, if Evergreen is not your home, uh, we invite you to, for, to consider it becoming your home in 2023. Because 2024, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was going to mess that up at some point. I almost got to the end. Um, because it's been so exciting and uh, the best is yet to come. And so with that, uh, we have one final closing video that you get to enjoy. So check it out. And with that, the 2023 season comes to an end. Good night. Happy New Year! We want you to know that we have cake pops on your way out. Uh, we also have extra ornaments for anyone who did not get one or wanted another one. And Ilsian, you have the final word? I wanted to just pray a blessing over you. Um, here I am with prayer again, I know. <laughs> Y'all pray for me, okay? <laughs> but I just want to bless you just with God's favor on your life and just a desire and a hunger to know him and know his word and to hear him everywhere you go and be a light that shines so bright that others ask you what's going on. Love you, bless you, be blessed, church.